Mark Wahlberg takes his $87.5 million Beverly Hills mansion off the market as soaring mortgage rates scare prospective home buyers away. The $87.5 million listing was first posted in April, but was recently taken down after Wahlberg realized that soaring mortgage rates were depressing the housing market, according to the New York Post. Wahlberg has already purchased new land in Nevada, where he says he plans to relocate in search of lower taxes and better quality of life. But it seems he has the resources and patience to wait out the cooling housing market for better terms. Nationally, the average contract rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage topped 7% this week, more than double the start of the year and the highest since 2001. Home sales volumes have plunged as buyers flee the market, and as Wahlberg's case shows, many sellers are also having second thoughts. Which, by the way... The funny thing about this story, right, is the fact that he is moving to Nevada for basically to pay no state income tax, that alone saves him so much money that he could probably front, like, like just cover the cost of this Beverly Hills mansion for years, right? Even if he, like, could not sell it for years, it would have been cheaper for him to literally do what he's doing right now by moving to a different state. Because if he were to stay in California and basically pay the state income tax of California with how much money he's, he actually makes, like he's literally just burning millions and millions of dollars for really no benefit, right? Because you got to think about it. He makes so much money that he can literally fly on private jets everywhere he goes for acting roles, appointments, all that sort of stuff, right? Keeping track of his businesses, his investments, and still come out way ahead by simply not paying the state income tax of California. So that's something that you got to really like factor in, right? Because you know, like the state income tax of California may not be that big of a deal if you're making like mid six figures, like I'm basically, well, I mean, low to mid six figures. I'm talking about like more like 125 to 180, right? Like that state income tax may not be that big of a deal to you. But if you're making like millions of dollars and you're having to pay state income tax, or if you're barely making any money and you've got to pay the state income tax, yeah, it's going to bug you a lot. And by the way, like personally, I don't really like the look of his uh, Beverly Hills mansion. Like it's cool that he could like have something like this, and I believe he actually built it, like you know, built it from the ground up, like by buying the land and then building it. But personally, I just don't like the look of it. And it's not really that I don't like the look of it. I just think it's too much, right? Like, to me, if you're going to spend that type of money on such a massive property, then you got to have a whole bunch of people living with you. Otherwise, like, like here's the thing. 
what's the point of like living in a castle as king, but you're the king of basically nothing, right? Like there's no one there. There's really no one to spend time with, right? Like, I mean, he probably has his family and whatnot, but like think about it. Think about like living in like a $90 million mega mansion, right? That is huge, like humongous, right? That would literally take you hours to walk around on, to like walk around the whole property. Probably spend your whole day actually doing that because of how massive this thing is. Imagine having to do that and you're like the only person that lives there. Or maybe you have four people living with you. Like, it's just too much, right? Like, this is the type of, like, real estate purchase or build where it kind of just doesn't really make sense anymore to build something this humongous. Understand. So Wahlberg revealed earlier this month that he is leaving his longtime home in Los Angeles in favor of Nevada in a quest to eventually build Hollywood 2.0 in Sin City. See, this is the problem with like super rich elites that are basically liberals, right? Now, I don't know if he actually is liberal, but he probably is because the nature of everything if you're in California, if you're in the entertainment industry, if you're not basically very Christian like Chris Pratt is, you are probably going to be liberal or lean more so to that left side. He could be a Republican, doubt it, but I'm just saying. I just think it's so weird to see super rich elites that are liberals leave states that basically turned a certain way, more so, over decades, due to voting decisions that your party has made over and over, and increasingly more so on that side. It's just really weird, because like you see them then try to like go move to another state that is doing well, don't really have the same policies, and yet they're basically going to try to turn that new state into the state that they basically left before it went to basically crap, but it's going to go to crap because they're going to vote the exact same way. So in April, Wahlberg made the move to sell his Beverly Hills mansion 13 years after purchasing the plot of land and building his dream family home. The actor initially splashed out $8.25 million for a dirt lot in 2009 in the exclusive North Beverly Park community located in the canyon overlooking Hollywood, and enlisted the help of architect Richard Landry of the Landry Design Group to create the home of his dreams. The family compound features an astonishing 12 bedrooms and 20 bathrooms across 30,500 30, square feet of living space. That is so beyond crazy. In an interview with The Talk, the 51-year-old actor said he had bid the Golden State farewell in hopes of giving his children a better life in income-tax-free Nevada. 
He's already made two purchases in the Silver State, a $15.6 million, 2.5-acre block of land and exclusive area that he plans to build out, as well as a $14.5 million bungalow to live in as construction begins, according to elite agents. It comes as many celebrities have been getting out of California over taxes, rising crime in major cities, and the state's notorious homeless problem. The likes of Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne, and Matt Damon have departed in recent years. Los Angeles mayoral candidate Rick Caruso has made keeping Hollywood in Hollywood a huge plank of his campaign, though he appears to have lost momentum to woke progressive Karen Bass. Wahlberg noted that he moved to Nevada in hopes of getting a tax credit that would ease the creation of his proposed film studio. Wahlberg's Beverly Hills home made headlines when it first hit the market in April, even if it failed to attract the right buyer. The 267,335-square-foot lot it's nestled behind guard gates below Mulholland Drive in the ultra-swanky area with neighbors including Denzel Washington, Sylvester Stallone, Justin Bieber, Eddie Murphy, and Samuel L. Jackson and Lisa Vanderpump, to name a few. A spectacular two-story entry welcomes guests into the home and features a grand foyer with a dual suitcase or staircase and gorgeous Wayne's coating along the walls. Round arched hallways throughout the home offer a more Roman design to the contemporary living spaces with a family room leading to an extensive library. Marble flooring is used throughout the front of the home until guests reach the kitchen where dark wooden floors add an extra earthy element to the bright white designs. Double countertops with additional cabinets provide ample prep and storage space for the most amateur to professional chefs with built-in top-of-the-line appliances to complement the six-burner stove. A bright blue breakfast nook has a has wall-to-wall glass French doors and received finishing touches with a sparkling chandelier and floral curtains. One cozy room included a fireplace with a comfortable couch and extra white crown molding along the ceiling. Upstairs, the primary room was a sight to be seen as it featured a sitting area, the full couch, chair, and ottoman set up next to the luxurious California king-sized four-post bed. If the bedroom wasn't enough, the closet was surely coveted, with room for an entire shop's worth of clothing to be stored in custom cabinetry and multiple crystal chandeliers sparkling from the ceiling. In another dressing room appeared to be designed specially for Marky Mark with dark wooden features and athletic shoes covering multiple walls. Ha ha, someone spending that kind of money on a house isn't worried about interest rates. Well, that's true. He really doesn't care. Like I said, Mark Wahlberg, by moving to... Las Vegas, he has pretty much saved so much money that he could cover the cost of simply 
paying like the property taxes on his property and keep it for years without really worrying about it. Does anyone really think someone is taking out a mortgage for an $87 million house? See, here's the thing. What people don't understand. And that's understandable that you don't understand what I'm going to talk about. But I stumbled upon a YouTube channel a long time ago uh, called Producer Michael. And this individual has made a lot of money obviously being a producer. I'm talking a lot, a lot of money. To the point where he himself lives in like a 10, 20, 30 million dollar home, has lived in multiple homes like that, had a yacht, all that sort of stuff, right? And has like, I don't know, like 10, 20 million dollars in like jewelry and watches. Well, he actually broke down how much it would actually cost to own like a home that's like 20 million, 40 million, 60 million. And basically what he was saying is that, yeah, you definitely can get a mortgage for these homes. It's going to cost a lot of money, right? Because you got to understand, a lot of these like super duper, like massively expensive estates do get basically mortgages or personal loans, but basically mortgages to pretty much fund the construction of the property and then also fund just the mortgage itself to like purchase the property, right? Because there's like a construction loan that typically developers end up getting because they end up working with, you know, certain loan companies to basically be like, okay, we're thinking about spending about, you know, 15 million to build it, maybe a few extra million to market it, and probably sell it for about $40 million and have like a certain amount of profit afterwards. And obviously you're going to make money the whole time because we're taking this loan and blah, 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 blah. Right. But here's the thing. The problem isn't whether or not someone could get the mortgage for homes like this, which they can. It's just that the running cost on a per month basis for homes like this is so disgustingly high that you have to practically be almost insane to actually take a loan on it, right? Because it's just so much money that you're actually spending per month. Like we're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a month to simply keep the house running, right? I'm talking like electricity, I'm talking the water bill, I'm talking about landscaping, right? It is like a full-time business trying to just keep these homes like functioning at the bare minimum. So let's check this out, what this person says. The lending limits, okay, so basically this person says that's unlikely jumbo loans only go for 600 to 800K. This home is 87.5 million. Mortgage rates have nothing to do with this, blah, 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 blah. This person responds, the lending limits that you're referencing are for loans, governments, or semi-government entities, Fannie, Freddie, etc. 
purchased on the secondary market or back. Banks loan far more than that, but they have to hold the loan. Side note, a person could get a second or third loan as another option. Regions, for example, held my loan on a second home. It's higher risk to a lender because they have to have value versus their NPA or Oreo portfolio make certain ratios as a bank. If they don't, they get taken over. Often a bank, private fund, LLC, etc. might loan on this for a certain percentage. For example, would a private money lender give a person a $20 million loan on this if the person puts up the other $60 million in cash? They might think it's worth maybe $40 million in a down market or maybe the land alone is worth more than $20 million. Bridge loans are also common in a sale like this and would have nothing to do with lending limits. People do get loans for these types of properties I sell though. Hey, props to you, man. Hopefully you make a lot of money. It's just the problem with this is like personally, if I had the money to like buy a house like this or build a house like this, I would never go down the loan route just because the whole monthly cost of like running everything on top of the mortgage is just going to be so depressingly high. See, like this is the thing that I never really understood, right? Why not? Like, if you're making so much money, why not just buy, like, a super awesome home? Like, one home that is super decked out, not like a castle kind of thing, but, like, super decked out, completely paid off, right? The only costs are your utilities, insurance, and taxes. That's literally all your costs are, and you're golden, right? Why not go down that route? So that you just don't got to worry about stuff, right? People always want to have more and more and more and more. Which, you know, I can understand that to an extent. But the reality is, you adapt to whatever situation you're in. Whether you're living in a cardboard box, in a van, in an RV, in a condo, in a nice single-family home, in a multi-family home, in a log cabin in a mansion, in a mega mansion, you're always going to adapt to that situation no matter who you are. Why? Because we are humans. So I just don't understand continuously going to this extent for what? So that you're forced to work harder and harder just so that you could pay your bill for your house? Like who wants to live a life like that? And if you want to learn how to get a debt, go down below.